On this episode of DC On Screen, Justice League is rated R. The shock, the horror, the And we've got Steppenwolf smashing ponies. Shaz Adam is a thing, and it isn't. And the Arrowverse is alive and well. Sorry, naysayers. Which, by the way, that's what the poor little gallopy gallop Steppenwolf smash said. Nay! <laughs> I'm a terrible human being. All that and more after these words from our corporate overlords. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name and price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxwain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico's. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money. Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Welcome to DC On Screen, episode 626. This is the podcast where we talk about the DC Comics multiverse on film and television, give honest opinions on projects upcoming and past, and believe that every version of a property is valid, even if we don't want it to be. If it has been released, it is fair game. So beware of spoilers, and welcome to the show. I'm David C. Robertson, and this, the man who finger-blasted hollowed-out pickles until he was old enough to realize what his dick was for, Jason Goss. It was a confusing <laughs> time, but my fingers <laughs> know so much. <laughs> I feel dirty writing that. And I hope I made it worse. <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> you didn't. I had forgotten what I wrote, and then as I was reading it, I went, oh, I'm about to say finger-blasted hollowed-out pickles. <sighs> and your tongue just kept fucking flopping around like nothing was going to happen. Yeah, no. I, I committed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you to the patrons. Uh, $1 a month gets you every episode, every normal episode ad-free. $5 a month, though, gets you that plus whatever else we decide to put up. And, you know, we just recorded like an hour and 40 minutes, which will be cut down a little bit. But, you know. Substantially. There was like a segment there where we had to put the. two minutes and 30 seconds by the time we're done. Well, you know. Maybe a little more, but <laughs> somewhere between those two figures, <laughs> we just recorded a Patreon episode yeah. uh, where you, you basically, we re- re- you reviewed the uh, Power Rangers movie. Right. And then I reviewed, uh, what was it? Death Note. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> but mostly we talked about Power Rangers and how it compared to the original series. I've never seen the movie, so, um, but I do have, for whatever reason, seemingly intimate knowledge of the, <laughs> of the show. Approximate to, knowledge. Yeah. A, a little more than approximate I think it's, knowledge. I think it's way more than approximate knowledge. It's way more than approximate knowledge <laughs> of, of the show up to and including was, segments of Lost Galaxy. It was passingly scholastic. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. That. <laughs> Passingly scholastic. I, I dig it. 
Whew. So, uh, yeah, if you if you want to hear that, we've been killing it on the Patreon front, and I'm actually pretty proud of us. So mm-hmm. uh, there's that. Uh, if you don't want to deal with Patreon, though, or if you already do and you want to help us out more, uh, you can go to dconscreen.com and click the Donate button. And uh, if you want to support the show and get some swag for it, you can check out our merch store. It is linked on dconscreen.com right next to the Donate button. It says Store. And I'm told all classic shirts will be on sale for $13 and everything else will be up to 35% off uh, on February 10th through the 12th. So uh, yeah, go, go check that out. Get a little bit of a discount. Uh, And you can also always leave that five star written review on Apple podcasts and that helps us. And that is free. And then we'll read your review. And uh, if, if you reference the Beatles enough in it, Jason will clap. Mm Mm-hmm. Wholeheartedly. So uh, this is not a normal episode, I don't feel like, because there's not that much damn news. But we may have talked ourselves out on our Patreon, so <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen here. Uh, it's going to be a you know, solid I, we'll see kind of episode. A solid we'll see. As always, we're going to start off with uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. That's the newest thing that's about to come out. Um, the newest, oldest thing. And um, we've got a rating. And everyone was shocked. Oh. Everyone was, was, oh my God, how could it be? We, you know, everyone who follows this shit, we knew it was going to be R. Yeah. Zach had said it was going to be R. Um, <laughs> it's rated R for violence and some language, I guess. And, uh, I, you know, I, I don't care. You know, every time one of these superhero movies shows up with an R rating, there's some, there's a bunch of jack wagons on Twitter going like, I guess I'll just have to explain to my two loving children why they can't watch the latest Batman movie because someone has to be edgy. Yeah. Dude, you got like a million Batman things to watch there if, so you have, if you have a kid. You, you and, could not possibly run out of material in your day to show parts of the DC universe that are perfectly within your uh, child rearing uh, aspirations. You will not run out of that material. You'll be fine. Well, also, you not know, everything has to be within those, though. If if they're so young, they can't handle uh, some violence and Batman dropping the F-bomb, then they'll probably believe you if you just, given all the marketing, if you just play the theatrical Justice League with the color turned off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And or then just, when they get old yeah. enough, you can say, oh, by the way, here's the real four-hour thing. That's right. nothing at all like this theatrical thing. And uh, and then they'll be like, oh, okay, thanks for lying to me all these years and trying to shelter me, right. you piece of shit. Uh, Just do what because, our parents did. Watch you know it beforehand. What, uh, write down the times of the egregious <laughs> moments. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Claim, My parents did that, yeah. Claim that the uh, VHS stopped working mm-hmm. during those times or that dinner was ready and you had to come right now mm-hmm. and, and then skip those moments. And and then carry on about your day until they're like 13 or 14 and you're going to be like, okay, so I didn't show you about 20 minutes of this movie. Mm-hmm. And I know you watched it when you were nine years old at somebody else's house. <laughs> That's very true too. But I feel like we should watch it together now so I can give it context that you've already given it, by the way, because you're a, a grown fucking adult that's not quite an adult yet, but the adult part will be the majority of your life. So we should probably pay more attention to that than the child part. And yeah. Uh, we're going to just discuss this as adults, even though you've already consumed it. And I was not there for you to consume it to begin with mm-hmm. because I had some moral objections to the thing. You know, what's funny is, you know, I grew up in a, in a pretty uneven household. Like 
very conservative Christian, but also like <sighs> a fair amount of fuck it involved. <laughs> I like that phrasing. Yeah. And it was, I dig it. I did too. And, but you know, the thing is, it's just like, it was just like whenever it suits, whenever it suited them, ah, they're just very Christian. <laughs> just bend the like, rules for a couple hours here and there. Well, like we go to the video store, I want to get a thing, and my mom looks at it. She doesn't know anything about it. I'm looking at the case. It says PG-13. I can see right written on there, right there, where what what is PG-13 for? She's like, yes, I've, I heard that one's got naked ladies in it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's got half naked women in it. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, I mean, well, you can't argue with that. You're a kid. You're like, well, that's weird. They say here on the case that it doesn't have any of that. Okay, mm-hmm. but there's yeah, one well, ass eating, cheek somewhere. Uh, they're they're lying. They just want people to watch it. Okay, yeah. oh, okay. I mean, I guess. I mean, that seems like that would be against the law or something. But okay, yeah. Uh, you know. And then, but there's some all this, unaccountable all this, agenda that, yeah, all this moral objection, like, oh, it's R rated because it's got drug use and brief nudity. Yeah, yeah. We're not doing that. And then, but when my mom is like, we got to watch The Shining, time for me to drink and watch The Shining with you. And I'm like, that's rated R, mom. That's deeply like, more uh, horrifying than anything you thought I shouldn't have seen before. It's fine. I watched it when I was a kid. But hey, look at this naked lady get up out of the area, though. Like that, that was, that was hugely a part of our upbringing was the satanic panic. So like that was, uh, you know, on, on the one hand it was like, oh, they're sneaking things in. On the other hand, it was like, we can watch the shining together. They're just ghosts. Right. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. That little kid, he's saying red rum. You know what that is, don't you? Uh-huh. It's murder backwards. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Now look at this Satan's naked lady. Look at this naked lady. Get out of the tub. No, don't look away. Don't look away. Cause now, ah, she's all hacked up and bloody. <laughs> like wh- why was that point, a thing you wanted like, me to see oh the, we're gonna watch the omen <laughs> literally the son of satan right but, but that's not a problem but okay okay but we can't but i have to watch top gun from the hallway after i snuck out of my uh bedroom one night okay so that's how we're right. rolling gotcha all right <laughs> i'm just gonna literally watch it in silence and then sneak back into my bedroom when i knew the movie was concluding after i knew roughly how it ended right okay so to be clear you guys are going to let me stay up and watch married with children where al bundy is objectifying women in bikinis who are bouncing in front of him mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and talking about greasy hooters yeah but you will not let me see emilio estevez's obviously fake ass cheek in the moonlight in national lampoons loaded weapon one devil's work gotcha devil's work <laughs> it was a very confusing time man it really it, was it was so yeah uh just know if you're one of these parents who are out there and i don't think we have any but if you're one of these parents who are just crying and gnashing your teeth over the fact that your kid is you know not going to be able to watch a batman movie because it's rated r uh, that is your choice. Mm-hmm. And two, uh, he will, he or she will be lying to you and watching R-rated movies at their friends' houses or on their iPads or whatever, what have you, behind your back because they won't feel that they can trust you. Yeah. On an average Moving of two on. to three years earlier than you expect. Yep. Like, this is this is happening. Address it or don't, but y- you can't just go crying in the corner. You got to do something. No. No, I mean, I speak from experience. Yeah, I was 13 watching all the Kevin Smith movies at my friend's house. Yeah. All of the Scream movies. Yeah. Just because asshole parents. Yeah. <laughs> I did that. I became an expert at sneaking around. It, I mean, um, you don't even have to sneak. You just do it. <laughs> yeah. I didn't have to. So much. I found that it was easier to just subvert what I was uh 
or obfuscate my plan rather than uh, defend my position. Let's put it that mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. Far and, easier. You know, and and to be clear, mm-hmm. I know this isn't true of everyone. It's mm-hmm. certainly not true of my wife. She didn't have this kind of experience. But I'll tell you this. I didn't hear anything in those movies, any of those Kevin Smith movies or any of those Scream movies. I didn't hear anything or I, and I wasn't exposed to anything that I had not been exposed to listening to my parents or at church. <laughs> All is it possible. Now, my wife, though, on the other hand, she grew up in Christian school. She grew up in, in church and everything. And she, there, God, she had never heard it, most of that shit. So there's still things to, to this day where I'll mention it. She'd be like, what is that? And I'm like, oh, you don't know what that is? Oh, well, tonight's going to be fun. I'm going to get to explain this. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it is, you know, you never know. I mean, I guess, I guess you can have like, you can Settle successfully grab that pillow. You can successfully have an incredibly sheltered child. Mm-hmm. But most of the time, I think they're going to wind up like me. Mm. Just, <laughs> just watching shit behind your back. Yep. <laughs> our, our, um, so our opinion apparently on this is roughly uh, your your children are going to experience more than you think they will. And I, I guess what we're suggesting is that you lean into that rather than against it. And uh, as it, you know, as it affects the Snyder Cut, come on. Mm-hmm. The the objections that like, oh, the comic books are supposed to be for kids. Just, yeah, also, this one's not you know, for you, man. Go fuck off. Like, it's absolutely, fine. Absolutely. Absolutely. And seven also, and a half billion people on this planet right now. And uh not everything's going to be for everyone, man. It's just right. fucking, it's okay. And I can't believe we're still even having this conversation all these years. You know, I mean, after The Crow, after Spawn, the movie. <laughs> two Deadpool movies. Both of which I think I watched with my parents. Logan. In that same living room. The director's cut of Daredevil. I mean, how many how many R-rated comic book movies are going to have to have before people go like superheroes are for kids. Uh, shut up. I know. Look, there's, there's a way to do it where it is for kids and, and that has its own merits and God bless it. Those are sure. Sure. I, I normally love those films when I see them too. And you know, I, I keep hearing that, that MCU is like going to do a proper R rated Deadpool three. And I just can't wait. Cause I'm going to hear all the same arguments. Like I can't believe they're doing this. Like, I remember going to see Deadpool and, like, seeing parents get up and angrily walk out. Like, I can't believe this. I'm like, did you not look at the marquee? Did you not, like, no, do any kind of research? I, if you're- I watched Deadpool and I, yeah. I sat there next to 11-year-olds who were laughing their dicks off and <laughs> having a great time. As, you know, look, 11-year-olds, they're on YouTube, man. Their favorite YouTubers say dirtier shit than Deadpool does. Yeah. <laughs> like look at look up Jake Paul and Logan Paul. Like those assholes do way worse. Yeah. Anyway. Um All right. So the point is that this is an absurd objection. An absurd objection. And uh Zach's already said what it was gonna be. Uh, his ultimate edition of BVS was R rated. I don't know why anyone thought Justice League the Cider Cup was gonna be this should any not different. have been a surprise. No. Um I just get over it or Go go watch Justice League again, I guess. I don't know. It's, there's, I mean, it's fine. So much else out in the world for you. It's okay if this exists too. Including a squeaky clean version of this thing that was in theaters like four years ago. God. Yeah. <laughs> go. Enjoy. Uh, you know, with enough new- traction, if mm-hmm. it gets like a PG-13 version that's released, that would be a little bit absurd, but not entirely crazy. Like oh no 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 here's the uh, here's here's the children's cut oh this is not a cut I yeah I don't I mean if they want to I don't I don't give a shit I won't watch it but we're not gonna do a separate review for that no 
<laughs> we do have a new look at Ben Affleck's Nightmare Batman. Here's the explaining um, to your children, Tom. Hmm? Sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. It, that just reminds me of that. Uh, several years ago, there was a um, a Star Trek The Next Generation porn parody. Mm, there and, always uh, is. What was special about this one is it actually got written up in on Star Trek sites. Nice. And it actually made me download it. Nice. Because they were like, look, here's the thing. You can watch the porn parody, but you can also watch the party version that has all the all the porn scenes cut out. Because damn it, this is actually a really good story. <laughs> <laughs> and like I wound up doing that and downloading the party version, because I don't I don't give a shit about porn. Uh, it's stupid. But <laughs> I, I have to fully admit, I would download the porn version too and watch them back to back just to be like, okay, but editing wise, how did this- editing wise, what happened was like you there, you could tell what the scenes were, like what they were about to be. Yeah. And it would cut away like a normal TV show would. So gotcha. okay. either that or omit it completely like in the scene between right. again, full disclosure, uh, I would still go back and watch that to verify just. Yeah. Not after you having told me that uh, I would just do it because I would be curious. Yeah. But they actually got like a guy who, uh, they actually got a guy who went around and did, um, a lot of appearances as a fake Picard for in at conventions and stuff to play Picard. Nice. And, um, I mean, it was unofficial, but they were picking up like abandoned story threads and shit from the original, from, from the, for the act, from the actual show. Uh, they were like following up on stuff. They were deepening character. Yeah. Oh my God. They were doing such a good job. I was just sitting there going like, God, I wish this was canon. Um, <laughs> uh, it's solid. Yeah. That, that's not even like horny on man. It's just. Uh, and it, apparently it, these guys were just real fans. They were just like, oh man, this would be great. Like we're just going to make what we, what we would want to see in a next generation movie, <laughs> but throw in porn because that's what's paying the bills. Solid. Like these guys were tasked to write a porn and they did that job. Uh huh. But in, in the white space of them being given uh, just all the options in the world to how to get to the fact that people were going to bone. Yeah. They decided, you know, we can do some things here. Uh, like I, what was funny is I even saw like people complaining, porn fans complaining that the, the, there were, there were not legitimate reasons for, for the characters to bone in this movie. <laughs> Because they had spent too much time on the actual story. Oh. <laughs> oh. It was the it was the correct way around. <laughs> All right, that's super funny. Like you know, I mean, like the main concern with porn normally is mm-hmm. uh, it's just like oh, you know, some delivery guy shows up and you know somebody's already horny and they you know drop a yeah <laughs> pull a <laughs> piece of cloth down and reveal something and we're boning now. Right. Uh, their concern was that there was too much thought applied. Yeah. To why people would be fucking. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. It just doesn't uh, make sense to me. I felt like they should have been fucking before now. Well, <laughs> what you don't understand is there's a couple thousand years of, you know, animosity between these two groups and these two were together for a certain reason. And, you know, that's why the, the sexual tension was so high between these two. They should be fucking now. Right. Okay, well, I we're going to get to I, that. If you just give me about like 45 seconds, we're going to get to the... Fu- okay, they're already to the fucking. While I was trying to explain it, they're already fucking now. Mm-hmm. I'm reminded of the uh, the scene from Ash vs. Evil Dead where Ash says, sounds to me like there's too much yak and not enough action. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course. Um, so, yeah, we got this new look at... at uh, Affleck as, as Nightmare Batman going down a hallway. Uh, we've got a clip 
of well the black suit superman suit where he goes to meet alfred we've got that mm-hmm. re-released in hd right uh, we have the football clip that he released with Victor on the football field playing gorgeous shots. I don't know what even it means because I don't know about the football. Um, I, I do know as a fan and they were gorgeous shots. Yeah. Um, and Snyder says on the goal line, trailer drops 2-14-21-9-14 a.m. PST. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have a trailer time. We have a trailer date. That's more than we've had. Um, what are we thinking about these clips? What are you just gorgeous shit, right? Yeah, just gorgeous shit. Yeah, I, I have nothing much to add at this moment other than <laughs> right. that they um, obviously look fantastic. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm waiting for more as so many people are. Absolutely. Uh, now, I feel like I have to uh, set this up a little bit. Uh, as established on Twitter in a conversation between ourselves, Pud333, Ryan Hulesman, and Effie Op Helders of Stealing the Remote. Uh, stealing the remote, remote. Mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> Involving the kindergarten cop scene, who is your daddy and what does he do? It has mm-hmm. been established that Effie, uh, despite being a lesbian woman, is our daddy. Right. Well, that was uh, uh, in reference to me establishing that you're my daddy. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And Which was um, awkward, and we all hate that that happened. But you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it was it was a and, fun conversation at least. But Effie wanted to know if she could still be our daddy as a lesbian woman because she's severely uncomfortable with mommy, and of course we you know acquiesced to that demand. Oh, naturally. So um, Effie I, I, says, as I expressed, that it, it's more <laughs> of a state of mind than anything mm-hmm, tangible. So mm-hmm, absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah, she is now our daddy. Absolutely. Uh, so Effie says, "Yo, it's your daddy." <laughs> what do you want to see from the tra- Justice League trailer? Still cracks me up. Yeah. That's, that's it. Sorry. I regret nothing. I regret nothing from my awkward nah. comment that was uh, a whim. No, um, it all worked out. It has uh, it, it has made more fun for me than I expected. Mm-hmm. She says, uh, what do you want to see from Zack Snyder's Justice League trailer? And what should they definitely not spoil until the movie drops? You know, what I want from it is just a rough idea of, you know, if, if it's a four hour thing. So, mm-hmm. you know, act one, two, three is not a relevant story structure, but act one and some idea of the catalyst intention. That's more what I want. I don't, I don't want anything about the resolution. We, we're going to have that. And it's going to be here before we know it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, we're literally at, you know, uh, it's February 8th right now. I mean, we're just a month and a week away. Like we're, we're not so far away that I have to have this right now. Just a little bit of idea of what what we're going to be breaking apart hero-wise. Yeah. That'll do for me. I'll be very I, happy with that. I don't necessarily care about spoilers here. Um, unless there's some, if, if there's some big reveal that has it just hasn't come out, but I've got a bunch of shit in my head and hanging around. Like from, even just saying that there's some possibility, but yeah, possibly. But uh, yeah, like I said, I've got a bunch of shit banging around from that, uh, the director's summit that, that Zach did. And uh, so I've, I've got ideas of what this movie is anyway. Right. Um, and expectations for it. So I, I don't feel like I would necessarily be very spoiled, but at the same time, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I've, you know, it's been a while since that happened and I don't retain shit. So <laughs> those neurons have been demolished by now. I mean, yeah, I'll tell you what I do want to see in the trailer. I want to see Martian Manhunter. 
Uh, he was teased pretty heavily uh, here recently, so that would make me very happy. Uh, um, if I now, what I don't want to see, if it is true, and I don't know if it's been kiboshed or or what. I know it was it was heavily hinted at, and my sources said it was going to be a thing. And uh, if Ryan Reynolds is actually Green Lantern, I don't want to know about it yet. <laughs> I don't know, but I, I, don't I would know about it yet enjoy that surprise myself. Uh, just just to have it there, but that's kind of the fun part. Is like we've waited so long for uh, that four hours. So mm-hmm. whatever's going to be surprised, let it be surprised. That's what I'm saying. Like just everything that we've seen so far, even just. Let it be what it's going to be. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, whisper words of wisdom kind of thing. Just it. <laughs> it'll, you and your Beatles, man. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Yeah, I can help myself. Just, I it, it'll, 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 it'll happen when it happens. We're not far away. I don't, I don't have to have everything right now. I'm good. I can hang back. Um, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm probably going to take the day off and, yeah. and watch it. Um, Mostly because I I just don't know how I can functionally fit four hours into my current schedule without like actively taking some time to do so. Yeah, I'm going to have to reschedule something because I've got work on that Thursday and I'm going to have to move that around. Yeah. Because Justice League is happening. Yeah, I get it. Uh, Giuseppe over on Twitter says, how long do you guys think this upcoming Justice League trailer will be? Do you want another trailer like the Hallelujah one or do you want some dialogue in there? Uh, more than just the very last bit of it. I, I Two minutes. would be, I'd be okay with four minutes. This is a four hour movie. I'm good with that. I'm just, uh, I would also be okay with the two minute. Hey man, we'll, uh, we'll see what we get kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're, again, we're just so fucking close. It's all about to be there. I'll be okay. Yeah. I'll be okay Absolutely. with a couple minutes of some, uh, a couple minutes and only 60 seconds worth of new footage will do me just fine. Yeah. I'd be okay with that. Um, I I don't. Um, My appetite at this point could not be more wet. <laughs> I'm not lacking in hydration there. Yeah, I don't know that I even want another trailer. I don't. Part of me doesn't. Part of me just wants to see the damn thing at this point. And um, I mean, I'll honestly, take if it was out tomorrow, I'd just have to call my bosses and be like, "Well, I'm just not going to be there." Right. Something came up. Family emergency. Yep. <laughs> um. God, I don't know, man. I I don't know. Like. I, I don't know what I, I would be down to see whatever Zach wanted to do. That's all, honestly my answer. And I would have never guessed that the hallelujah trailer would have been so cool to me. And, uh, you know, that song that got really stuck well in my head for like shit. two months. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and it is like that. He, he is the progenitor of that song, but it, it's, it's just, it's such a powerful song. Mm-hmm. It is a deeply powerful song to have picked for this uh, you know, the set of material in particular, man, it's uh, like, even as I've said before, when like, if I'm thinking about this trailer for too long, it eventually morphs into other versions of Halloween. Ah, shit, man. It's still good. I'm still really happy with, <laughs> with where my brain is at the time. Yeah. Um, Snyder's got like really good choices of music and I'm down with whatever he does. Honestly, mm-hmm. I just, I don't have, I've weaned myself from expectation because when I had expectations for how things should go, I didn't like Snyder as much. And since I've, you know, gotten my head, uh, my, my ass off my shoulders, basically, or my head <laughs> out of my ass, uh, I've kind of been able to enjoy uh, everything that he did um, prior. I feel like I should have been more on board with Man of Steel all those years ago. And uh, I think it'd still be a fun space for you and I to revisit. I think we should. 
I absolutely do. I, I've been uh, itching to to watch all of that stuff again. I'm down. Um, bu- 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 Henry Cooper over on Twitter says, "Did you see that Steppenwolf clip? Like, damn!" <laughs> 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 so yeah, Zach released a uh, man. Yeah, I know just, what he's talking about. <laughs> son of a bitch! Just like this Steppenwolf clip, and it was just like a steady pan in like a zoom in to at an editing monitor right. and it's got this clip this like black and white clip of steppenwolf just tearing it up with the amazons just yeah. like just tearing it. i mean Owning. this dude's got just <laughs> this dude's got like arrows sticking out of his back it looks like you know it's like what zach was talking about uh with i think grace randolph maybe or or a film junkie or whoever it was where he said like the, the, uh, the armor shifts and like catches the arrows. Yeah. It adapts um, and, and helps yeah. him kind of independently of his, uh, his own reactions. Yeah. And I mean, he's just murdering people. He's just taking them down, taking them apart. Yeah. Like literally apart. I mean, uh, he, you saw the beheading at the end. Uh, I, I, I was, that was, as well, I, is it a beheading if there's not a head at the, to, to, it, well, <laughs> at that the was, end of the that action conversation that I saw I was like, did he just behead this this lady? It was like, I'm not, I'm not sure. It, I mean, watching it, my take was like, I'm not sure if he beheaded her so much as just removed the idea of a head having ever existed. Right, and he, you know, he he obliterated the portion of the anatomy that was a head. And he did to that horse what freaking Hulk did to Loki in the Avengers. Oh, yeah. Just yeeted that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's a, that's, that's an album title that needs to happen. Horse yeeting. <laughs> By King Crimson. So uh, in, re- in response to uh, this clip, though, David Sandberg who uh, goes by the handle Pony Smasher, mm. <laughs> responds, I was already going to see it, but now there's Steppenwolf smashing ponies? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I know some people have not enjoyed the uh, Shazam being a jokey character uh, thing. Yeah. But you got to give you gotta give him credit, man. Dude knows where the joke is and he goes for it. Did you see the thing where someone was saying that they didn't they didn't want any more jokey comedic Shazam, and he was like, "Oh, the goth that, version." Yes, he put out the goth yeah. version. He had like the little upside down cross coming yeah. off the eye and everything, and he's like, "It's not a face." Not a face. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> uh, it's so good. That was good. Uh, did you do? Did, did you actually? I sent you this link. Did you actually get one of those commemorative Justice League Zack Snyder Justice League footballs? Oh, the fuck I did. Yes, absolutely. They were on Ink to the People. I'll put yep. up a link in the show notes, but yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, I had to. <laughs> uh, yeah. I can have so. it rest somewhere forever, and I don't have to worry about what shirt size I currently fit into. Yeah, it's one of those things where I would totally get one, except for the fact that it, I, I can't walk into my office and see a football. <laughs> I'll just feel dirty for the rest of my life. It doesn't matter. You can put a, however many Batman on it. You can put Zack Snyder's dick on it. I don't care. I'm not going to... Uh, I'll feel dirty about it for the rest of my time. I'll, I'll feel just fine. I right. know you will. That's why I was like, oh, Jason will like this. <laughs> I mean, given my actual sports history, like a baseball or a Frisbee would have made more sense, but I, yeah. I can get by with a football too. And sure. uh, 
I think it was Ray Porter. Uh, yeah, no, Ray Porter posted somewhere that like, yeah, I already got mine. Like, okay, cool. Yeah, no, it's first of all, cool. Second, makes sense. He looks like a big guy. He probably played up to some point. Yeah, and I'm just sitting here going like, I'm gonna get a bunch of geeks to buy a football. This feels like a trick. Oh, it's it, <laughs> way, way past, way past the ink to the people. Uh, you know that like benchmark they have where like, well, we have to have this amount and yeah. then we can do it. And then, uh, kind of anything, uh, Snyder justice league related gets in and they like, well, we have to have this amount. And then that amount doubles in like six hours. Yeah. Yeah. It's way. They said they that. needed the, yeah, they said they needed 300 and it was the last time I checked, which was three or four hours ago was at uh, five seventy nine. Yeah. So they're good. That's uh, they're it's making it. They're making yeah, it. Yeah. That'll be right. Uh, I'm so excited about Snyder Cut, though, man. I I really am. Like, oh yeah, me too. I don't even. I am more excited than I re- thought I would reasonably be <laughs> to see it. Even given your own proclivities, to sometimes you know, I get you know. Look, man. When Warner Media does some shit, when when Jason Kyler doesn't do what I want him to do, yeah, and, and do the right thing in regards to Ray Fisher. Uh, you know, when it turns out Hamada is a piece of shit, you know, when I look up and Jeff Johns is still producing shit, I, it, 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 it bums me out and I, and it, you know, tears me down a little bit, but then Zach releases another clip and my dick gets hard again and I'm okay. I can weather another storm. Yeah. The, um, it is, it is really nice to, uh, see you in this, in this spot where you can have some joy in that matter. Yeah. Uh, so, um, someone asked James Gunn how much, uh, <laughs> Warner brothers is, uh, has messed with the suicide squad and James Gunn, as you might've imagined said, oh, suicide squad. Yep. Suicide squad is fully finished and cut. And I made every single choice and they never, even never once even slightly interfered. They gave very few notes. They were usually good and minor. And I took them if I wanted to and didn't, if I didn't want to Warner's was creatively amazing. I get the feeling that either he's lying or when he came to the table, he says, you guys are known for doing this shit. I will not sign on unless my contract says I have total creative control. Yeah. You brought me here for a reason. So either we make that reason, you know, contractual or I will destroy you in media. Yeah. I get the feeling that it was probably the latter, but I want it to, I want to believe it was the latter. Um, you know, of Wait, course this is former than the latter or I, I mean, I don't want them. I don't want him to be lying. I really want it to be where he just came to. I want it to be the latter where gotcha. he came to. I think you said ladder and then ladder. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I think you've thoroughly confused me. I don't want it to be the former. I want it to be the latter where right. he's telling the truth. Gotcha. Yeah. And he was just savvy as hell. Yep. But, uh, you know, he really uh, did have a lot of bargaining when he got to the table though. Yeah. But you know, look, we're a year out from birds of prey. Yep. And now Kathy Ann has come out and said that they screwed with her movie and wouldn't let her do shit. Yeah. Uh, so that's a bummer. And we suspected that that was the case. Uh, we'd had heard a lot of reports. So, you know, uh, I don't, and you know, she went out and just fully said like, yeah, I don't think there's a cut. There's not a Kathy Ann cut. <laughs> <laughs> I think this shit got the kibosh before there was a cut involved. I mean, maybe I, it, and I personally find myself making, uh, like I have a knee jerk reaction where I'm like, yeah, but you know, you're a director, you don't always get your cut. 
And and then yeah. I find myself considering the last several years and thinking, okay, but that deserves, uh, I don't know, more. Uh, we should be taking that more seriously than we did before. Yeah, you know, it's it's one thing. Like I feel like I, I'm of two minds because I want people to have their artistic vision realized. Sure, but at the same time, I feel like the owner of the IP should have a say. So, you know, that's why I can go to a Marvel movie and, and or I can go to something like Ant Man and go, look, I love Edgar, Edgar Wright, but screw him. His vision didn't fit with what Feige and everybody else wanted. Yeah. So, you know, but because to me, it feels like, look, I always deeply regret that that was not a thing, but right. But at the same time, it's like they had the right to pull that trigger. Absolutely. And I feel like it is well known even to us that Kevin Feige is the final say. Yeah. That is Um, the structural setup of how that system works. If we had something like that at DC, I would side with them. Yeah. No, we don't right now. We have, I would say, well, Snyder knew what he was getting into. Yeah. But that's, that's exactly the problem. We have shuffling personalities mm-hmm. at an executive level. But, you know, we also have Warner Brothers who are so hung up on being the, the filmmaker's studio, uh, letting filmmakers do what they want. Not and then, the filmmaker studio. well, like, it's the hypocrisy, you know, like they go, they, they, they're like, well, unless you're DC and then we just say you are and you got to lie. Yeah. But really, we're, we're not letting you. And that's that's horseshit. Like yeah. e- either either say we're the filmmaker studio unless you're going to do DC, in which case we've got this overlord here. Yeah. But see, what was weird is they were unhappy with man how much mo- money Man of Steel made, and then they were like, well, let's double down anyway and make Zack Snyder the Kevin Feige because and he was he and Deborah were char- halfway through. Right. Like not even halfway through before that. Yeah, he had, but you know, they had Zack and Deborah, you know, plotting the damn course for several movies. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you know, BBS, even though it made almost a billion dollars, they were like, oh, I don't, I don't, we don't like this critical reception. Well, then maybe you should have, you know, given all the booze and and the presents to the, you know, (laughs) critics like Marvel did. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'm, eh. The, well, I thought we were going to get on, on the good, because of the goodwill from Dark Knight. No, that's not how that works. No, no. <laughs> you you have to give everyone iPads like everyone else. That's the swag package. It, they they didn't. Uh, that was the annoying part. It, it's not that those movies did badly. It's that they did badly versus some set of expectations that I I, I don't know. And like the. If you say every movie should make a billion dollars, shit, man. That's what are you going to do about that? Uh, if you say every movie should double its money, yeah, they all did that. Yeah. I mean, I remember everybody saying that Ant-Man was a flop because it didn't do a billion dollars. And I feel it like Kevin Feige just whipped it. He, he just like money, wagged man. his dick at him and moved on. <laughs> yeah. But like Warner Brothers is just like, I don't understand. It's a superhero. It should be making this much money. No. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's not how it works. Anyway. Um, <laughs> it just not. Variety put out this report that Henry Cavill will not be appearing in the upcoming Shazam Fury of the Gods as Superman. Uh, this comes after weeks of unverified rumors and reports saying that Cavill would, in fact, be appearing. Mm-hmm. Now, Variety says multiple sources who are directly connected to the production have revealed the lack of Cavill's involvement. And, uh, you know, Sandberg 
came out and said, I'm not going to comment on casting rumors for several reasons. One being you can't be sure about anything until it's happened. Halfway through shooting Shazam, the plan was still for Cavill to be in it. Scoopers could have scooped that and been right at the time, but wrong in the end. And he says, though, I can confirm with 90% certainty that Shazam will appear in Shazam 2. So if you're a fan of that character, you might enjoy Shazam 2. Nice. So, um, yeah, I, that's that's the, one of those little things that came up. And I, it doesn't really matter if he's in it. Of course, I want him to be in it. I like Cavill. I, I want to see him continue. Yeah, I'd like to see him reestablished, like, outside of Snyder Cut. Yeah, sure. Uh, I so mean, earlier... his, his actual face on screen established. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Um, earlier this week, there was a, uh, a, <laughs> a report from Bleeding Cool that DC Comics was changing the name of Black Adam to Shazadam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and IGN reported that sources with direct knowledge of the, of the comic have confirmed that that is not happening. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I, I have had a number of people message me about this. Like, Did you see their change of Black Adam's name? And I was like, no, they're not. Let's give this a second. <laughs> let's, just, let's hang out on this one. No, I mean, I already knew. Like, they were quick, man. They were they they were like Johnny on the spot was saying like, nah. Mm. Um, yeah, what a dumb name. Yeah. Um, Suicide Squad spinoff. Oh, actually, that's that's all of our uh, that's all of our movie news. Do you want to go to a break? Oh, or you just uh, want to power through? Yeah, let's go to break. All right, we're gonna go to break. Then we're gonna come back and talk uh, a little bit about TV, and then we're gonna talk about uh, like one or two listener feedbacks and call it a night. Look around you. That car you're driving. That house your family lives in. Making your daughter laugh. Inspiring her to dream. You did that. Teaching your son to drive, teaching him he can be anything, all you. And your dreams for tomorrow, you'll do that too. Legacies don't just happen, they are made by you. The important word being you. American Family Insurance, protecting your dreams as you achieve them. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Products not available in every state. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies. American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. All right, we're back. Uh, Suicide Squad. The uh, sorry, the spinoff Peacemaker uh, has cast uh, Nut Lee as Judo Master. Are you familiar with the Judo Master? Only vaguely. Yeah. Okay. So the the name has been around since like 1965, but there have been three different versions. Mm-hmm. Um, the character was originally Hadley Rip Jagger, mm-hmm. a World War II sergeant in the United States Army. Mm-hmm. He was taught the martial art of judo after saving the daughter of a Pacific Island chief. The character was eventually killed by Bane, and a new version came into being in 1994. Uh, Judo Master has been affiliated with Law, All-Star Squadron, and the Justice League, and a woman version of the character, who was created in 2007, was also associated with the the Birds of Prey. So we don't know which version is going to be, but uh, the version who was in the six-issue Law comic book series with Peacemaker is, is a pretty good guess. Yeah, yeah, solid guess. So, yeah, I think it's, I, I, I like the idea that, uh, Gunn is still kind of grabbing at these, like, just really obscure ass people. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I mean, do you know how many DC characters I know? Like, <laughs> my God, like the other day I saw uh, a tweet. Someone was like, uh, can you name 10 POC, uh, superheroes without looking up? And I was like, 10. I've got like 30 in my head off the top of my head. I had at least 30 and that was just DC. 
Yeah. Before I ever, like, I just started, like, I was, like, counting on my fingers. I'm like, I hit 30 before I ever thought, oh, shit, Storm. Like, oh, yeah, there's Marvel, too. So, like, the fact that I didn't know Judo Master is just, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's plenty out there. Like, yeah, anyway. Plenty of opportunity uh, here. So for the 2001 to 2020, sorry, 2021 to 2022 season, uh, mm-hmm. CW has renewed The Flash. They have renewed Batwoman. And they have renewed Legends of Tomorrow. And they have added two more episodes for Superman and Lois. So, uh, so much for those theories about uh, the Arrowverse going away. Yeah. <laughs> Change substantially? Sure. Going away? Yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Goodbye, Black Lightning. Goodbye, Supergirl. Hello, Superman and Lois. Mm-hmm. Hello, more Legends of Tomorrow, oddly enough. God, I just never would have thought. Of all the things that have survived this long. <laughs> I'm here for it, though. It's wound up becoming one of my favorites. I know. I know. And uh, of all things, you were uh, super hesitant about that show mm-hmm. for so long. Yep. Uh, so Superman and Lois is, they're actually going to do an encore of the premiere on TNT. Yep. And that's going to be on Saturday, February 27th at 9 PM Eastern Pacific. And in the afternoon leading up to that encore airing of the episode, they're just going to do like a DC marathon. There's They're going to have Suicide Squad at 1 PM. They're going to have Man of Steel at 3.30, Justice League, the theatrical cut at 6.30, and then Superman and Lois at 9 PM. Mm-hmm. So that is a, and then they're immediately after that, they're going to have a brand new special Superman and Lois legacy of hope, which will take fans behind the scenes with sneak peeks and interviews from the cast of the new series. Plus special guests discussing the legacy of man of the man of steel. So uh, that that's like a whole lot. Like even for people who hate justice league, just that's, that's a lot. You can just skip that go take a piss break for a few hours mm-hmm. and then come back and watch the, the premiere. Yeah. Or skip that too, eat a meal then come back and watch the, the special feature. That'll most likely be on a Blu-ray release. Right. In case you were just like at home. Yeah. I mean, I'm always at home. <laughs> this could be your afternoon. It doesn't sound like a bad one, frankly. Honestly, even with the theatrical cut of Justice League, it doesn't sound like that bad of an afternoon. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's still fine. I mean, it's still, it's still good. I've been to some family gatherings. I would I would much rather be watching Justice League at home. Yeah, if, if uh, of the options, uh, Justice League theater cut versus family gathering. Yeah, for sure. Certain family gatherings. Some are great. Much rather do that. You know, for me, most, I'm just going to go with most. I know. Without detail. <laughs> I know. Uh, Just Society World War II is uh, going to be released digitally on April 27th, 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on the 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray combo and Blu-ray on May 11th, 2021. Sweet. So, uh, yeah, there's that. And, uh, they also have a DC showcase short featuring Kamandi, the last boy. That's a character I've always wanted to like, but never have. I, I couldn't have put it on myself. Yeah. No, um, I've got an action figure of the guy. I feel like Batman, the brave and the bold was the best case it ever had for getting me on board. That was at least a very enticing version of the character for sure. Yeah. Now, let's see. Um, 
we've got Jay Scotty St. Clair. He's got a question for us. He says, when do you expect we'll get more info on the Aquaman King of Atlantis three-part animated series James Wan is developing for HBO Max? Any hopes and or expectations for the series as far as animation style influences or characters to be featured? The silence is deafening. Yep. Your thoughts? <laughs> uh, my thoughts are I don't really care. I don't. I had forgotten that it was a thing that was supposed to be happening, much like I had forgotten until I read this and went, oh, wait, there was another Aquaman thing happening. Yep. That spinoff movie. Yeah. Um, Full disclosure. Me too. Yeah, so I had forgotten, and um, and and now I'm dismayed because it might actually happen. I'm not uh, dismayed. I'm just uh, still a little bit at a loss of how I'm supposed to feel about it and what is being uh, approached. Well, I'm dismayed because is it going to be like, I feel like there's going to be some big canon question. Like, is it going to be in, in continuity with the DCEU? Will it be canon with aquaman because james wan is attached or will it be its own you know separate thing right is it even still happening i haven't heard about it until you just brought it up jay i have no idea (laughs) i don't know anything about this thing um so you know it's uh, i don't have any hopes or expectations for the series except i would like it to be interesting if at all possible um i would like there to be a reason behind it I don't want it to be like, this will go between the two Aquaman movies. And then like Aquaman two winds up shitting on it, you know, which is what like the narrative was with, uh, Batman Gotham Knights or Gotham Knight with, uh, which was like Christopher Nolan doing, or the Nolan brothers working on stories that are between Batman begins and dark Knight, And they have all these anime directors coming in and doing shorts and Kevin Conroy's coming in to be Batman. I'm like, why wouldn't Christian Bale do it? If it was in that, well, whatever. And then you like <laughs> watch it and it's like a bunch of like just vignettes that have nothing to do with anything. Right. And then obviously like we get to, <laughs> we get to dark Knight, and it's just like, Nolan has no, no interest in doing anything with that. <laughs> Yeah. so yeah you know it was because that was very much built to be like a part of that universe and then it wasn't so yeah i don't know what this is and uh as far as animation style not the animation style they've been using i don't like that i'm not a big fan of that man of tomorrow uh you know just society world war ii animation i'm just not a big fan of it i just i thought at first i liked it when I was seeing the trailers, but then after watching a whole movie in it, I'm just sort of like, Meh. I haven't seen it. Um, what man of tomorrow. Yeah. That it was that one that was, uh, that played during fandom. Oh, I know, but I haven't actually seen it, so I can't judge. Yeah. But it looked like it was, uh, economical in a way. Yeah. It's sort of like a modern version of like a super friends variation almost. Yeah. If it, it felt kind of Johnny quest had that going for it at least. Yeah. I don't know. Not sure. Um, it, it may hit very differently for me. I, I just haven't actually seen it. So I, 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 yeah, I think ironically, like I don't, I, I don't, <laughs> I, I don't really want like heavy CGI. I don't want it to be like Pixar light. Uh, <laughs> ironically, I want it to be anime, I think, or closer to anime, even though I just bitched about Gotham Knight. Right. The animation was not the problem in, in Gotham Knight. It was just, there was no point to any of it. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Um, uh, Ryan Hulsman <laughs> mm-hmm. says, who is your daddy and what does he do? Uh, Jeff and fixes medical equipment. 
Uh, yeah. Uh, also Dave. Uh, Jerry, and he fixes elevator equipment. And as established by that Twitter conversation, Effie is our daddy. And what does she do? She listens to a great podcast called DC On Screen. Yeah. And uh, you can find every episode of DC On Screen. <laughs> now that we've officially established. Uh, at DCOnScreen.com. <laughs> the hierarchy of, of that uh, experience. Yeah. No, that works for me. I'm good. <laughs> Are you good? You ready yep. to go? <laughs> I'm out. I'm good. You guys have a great night. Have a great week whatever you need to have uh have a glass of chardonnay and uh some alone time in the bathtub Mm -hmm. wink wink nudge nudge i don't know why water dries it up but (laughs) wink wink nudge nudge (laughs) no judge (laughs) uh until next time (laughs) keep finger blasting those hollowed out pickles and keep some dc on your screen are we providing the pickles i'm I'm not providing pickles. I'm going to opt out of pickles. Our intro music is by Jason Goss and Michael Shackelford. Michael's band, Galactic Engineers of Magnetic Sounds, or GEMS, can be found on SoundCloud and Bandcamp. Visit DCOnScreen.com to find our Patreon, merch, contact information, and every episode of the show for free, including crossovers we've done with other podcasts. DC Onscreen is a maladjusted production. For more from me and Jason, including sketch comedy, vlogs, parodies, and our improvised web series Hey Guy, visit maladjusted.tv. want cash you want to get stuff done so what do you do you buy five hour energy of course you upload the receipt to 5hewin.com then find out if you instantly won 10 100 or even one thousand dollars then you drink that five hour energy and cut through your to-do list like a hot knife through butter five hour energy the official sponsor of getting stuff done no purchase necessary must be 18 and a legal resident of the u.s ends june 30th 2021 for rules visit 5hewin.com rules void where prohibited message and data rates may apply Spring forward at Banana Republic Factory with 50 to 70% off everything. Shop season favorites from colorful dresses to easy tops from $19.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Enjoy 50 to 70% off almost everything at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Shop tees from $6.99 and joggers from $24.99. Plus extra 15% off online. Exclusions apply. Shop the sale through April 6th.